can name And the best game you can name Is the good old hockey game een heel goede dag iedereen. Welkom bij een nieuwe aflevering van de Belgische Hockey Podcast. De eerste van 2021. En rijkelijk laat, want er is al genoeg gehockeyd op internationaal niveau. Maar zo lui zijn we dan om te wachten tot de Belgische competitie is begonnen. Zo um, ben jij dan, Floris. Dat is waar. Maar ik moet ook het meeste werk doen, hè, Ernst? Dat klopt. Goeiedag, Ernst. Fijn dat je er bent. Ja, dankjewel, Floris. Ik uh, ben heel, heel blij dat ik er weer bij mag zijn. Oké. Okay. Um, can we do it in Dutch or do we have to do it in English? Uh, of Tobias Walter. I would prefer it in English, but I understand everything you say. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer it in English. Okay, then we'll do it in English. Uh, welcome, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm happy you joined uh, the podcast. Yeah, I'm also really happy to be here. Okay, who's Good the cover. biggest hockey Good nerd cover. at Dragons? Because you're you're kind of a hockey nerd, but uh, I also heard that Florent van Obel is also quite a follower of hockey. He is, indeed. It's always fun uh, to talk with him about hockey. Uh, he knows literally everything about hockey, uh, and we're mm. always having... A lot of fun talking about the latest rumors in the hockey world and it's always interesting because he gets his news from the red lines. I get my news from yeah, somehow <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's always good fun. Okay. Let's talk about the, the playoffs because they started uh, last weekend. Um, how excited are we about these playoffs? F first, first remark. Are we allowed to already call these playoffs? Why because not? there are yes, six or eight teams. Uh, yeah, uh, let's call this the first Pre phase of the playoffs. Play it's the second phase of the championship. I don't know. I don't know. But if it, does the Belgian Federation call I them think the playoffs? It, I think they call them playoffs. Okay. I would also call it playoffs. For marketing reasons, reasons that you have to play down, so... Yeah, it's playoffs. Yeah, play so makes make sense. sense because there's only six there. And yeah, but okay. Okay, let's yeah. call the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's going he's gonna to edit me out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid rumors. <laughs> 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 That's why I talk a lot. That I give him a lot of work because he's always complaining that he is not to do the most of the work here. <laughs> And that's the reason why it's only the first podcast of the of the year. So. Yep. <laughs> really, I, I I didn't have the feeling on on Saturday. I didn't have the feeling that it was already start starting because normally you go to clubs uh, the week before and talk to people, but now it's not allowed. So I was really uh, when my uh, alarm clock went um, was going on uh, on Sunday morning. I was like, oh yeah, hockey. Let's do this. <laughs> I re really wasn't prepared. I hope for you guys it was different. It was, of course. Everybody was looking forward to play again. I mean, we had uh, three practice matches before we started. Unfortunately, also uh, one week less of preparation because of the weather. Mm -hmm. um, but I checked Sunday, 77 days ago, we played our last match. Mm -hmm. So it was about time to start finally. You felt quite at home because in Germany <laughs> you're used to <laughs> have some, <laughs> such a winter breaks. Yeah, I mean Belgium, Netherlands, Germany, it's almost the same weather. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> no, but in, in Germany the winter breaks are, are four or five months, no? Yeah, but then you play indoor hockey. So you yeah, play. not this year or yeah. not la last season. Yeah. Um, also a big challenge for them um, because everybody's looking forward to indoor in Germany. It's the biggest thing you can have, and yeah. you play in front of full crowds. And this was the first time you were not able to play. A proper end of season. Uh -huh. uh, they were thinking about it. I also um, were thinking about playing maybe indoor in, in Germany or somewhere else, but every indoor season got cancelled. So yeah. it's a huge pity. Um, yeah, but finally, we are super lucky that we can continue with our season. Eh? Not every country is that lucky. No, that's, not, that's not, not every hockey player is that lucky. Indeed. So, uh, yeah. But 
I had uh, lots of fun on Sunday. Sun was shining. I uh, watched a, a nice game. Which, which game did you watch? I watched uh, Brak, uh, Beerschot. Brax. Brax. No, why why should I watch Brax? <laughs> no, I watched uh, Beerschot Ore, which was a fun game. And uh, sun oh, was shining. Four. Everybody was, because everybody was happy to be there. It's, it's like, like you said, everybody was really happy to just to play hockey, to, to get get but, back involved but, but in the competition. not many in, in people were there. Uh, no, players. Uh, yeah. I was there. Three other uh, journalists. That was, that was yeah. basically it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, did you uh, see some hockey uh, last weekend? Uh, on uh, on my screen, unfortunately, uh, I, I watched. Uh, sorry for the Belgium guys. I did not watch uh, any of your games this weekend because there were two games in Holland. Mm-hmm. So I watched. Uh, I watched those, uh, but only on the screen. Okay, okay, but we're gonna start with talking about Belgian hockey and, and the, <laughs> the playoffs anyway. Let, let's start with the with the upset of the weekend, uh, racing one two one against Gantois. Um, are we surprised? Yes. Yes. I was totally surprised as well. <laughs> First loss of the was, season for was Grantois uh, surprised. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, they uh, they were missing their uh, their goalkeeper uh, Thomas Santiago and uh, Leandro Tolini as well uh, uh, due to a COVID uh, outbreak in the Argentinian national team. Yep. Um, so yeah, um, Grantois had five penalty corners at the end of the game. Didn't manage to score. Yeah, you don't have to look further where where the problem is. And I heard that the the penalty corner um, uh, racing scored penalty corner from Connor Hart. Connor Hart, yeah. yeah. Um, people uh, told me, yeah, maybe that's a small a small error for uh, David Van den Bos, the second goalie of uh, Gantois. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, famous because he was once on our podcast as well. <laughs> 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 and uh, he's still part of the Canadian uh, hockey team. Huh? Is he still? I yeah. think so. I think okay. So. Oh. Great for him. Great yeah. for him. So um, yeah, um, I'm really an upset. Um, also, third yellow card of the season for uh, Antoine Kina. <laughs> Is that anybody surprised? <laughs> uh, third already. So he's missing next game normally. Yeah, I think I uh, I'm, I'm surprised that it is just his third. And I love the guy, yeah? but uh, I'm surprised that it is just his third. Yeah, but to, to get a yellow card, you have to do really. Yeah. I, I think. I think also he's, he, the referees are giving him. Um, yeah. Easier yellow card than other players. True, true, true. He's, I, d- he's, I don't he's agree. Yeah. No. Okay. No. Give it. Like it's uh, in every country you have this. Everybody is talking about it, but no one would ever say this is right. But you have this small international bonus mm-hmm. every time before yeah. an international gets a yellow card. It takes a bit. Uh huh. Um, that's my personal opinion. Oh, um, agree. But in cards are going pretty quickly. Yeah. In uh-huh. general. Yeah. Um, but it always, you experience it every weekend. Uh, for some players, it takes longer. For some, it, it goes quicker. True. Mm-hmm. But in this case, Antoine Quinat, like his father, has built up a reputation. And he's not the biggest friend, either from the umpires, because they criticized out loud and out in the open, straight to the face, which I appreciate, eh? which, I, which I like and which I love. Because it's 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 straight feedback, <laughs> straight feedback, <laughs> <laughs> straight feedback. <laughs> yes, no messing around uh, from that. So I I love that, but yeah, a lot of the umpires do have a problem, and I can say it because I'm not on the field anymore, and they would love to give me yellow cards and red cards all over, but uh, <laughs> they, they they have a problem with with a uh, lot. Not everybody, a lot of them have problem with feedback, and uh, so he is he is a target for umpires. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, often he deserves them as well. But is is the rule? Is it uh, too severe? Because every so now he gets his uh, third yellow card, so he's missing the next game. Okay, that rule is quite okay. Yeah. But now 
every other yellow card is also a suspension for a game. Is that rule a bit too severe in our uh, in our league? Yeah, but if we're talking about playing in the playoffs, mm -hmm. usually they get wiped out. No, wiped out. No, no, no. So we're not playing playoffs at the moment. No, no, no. <laughs> but not even in the playoffs. Not even in the playoffs. They're not. They're no, not every one. yellow card before the playoffs, I thought, was wiped out no, before the no, playoffs. No, no, no. Okay, that changed then. Okay, uh, sorry. It's, uh, it's been for a couple of years right yeah, now. Yeah. So. Old, old, guy, so old rules. In my opinion, it's a bit too much. Uh, once you had the suspension after three cards. Yeah, you just, paid your dues. Yeah, start from zero again. I mean, yeah. you don't want to destroy someone's season. Eh? No. Just Sometimes you, it's not your fault that you receive a yellow card. Sometimes it's just bad luck. Uh -huh. uh, I mean, we had the situation on Sunday that we got a green, it was a green card for playing the ball away after the whistle, but it was like just a split second after uh -huh. the whistle and it straight got yeah. a green card, which is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the touch in there? And then Imagine if there would have been a third yellow card, the player would have missed the next game. Mm -hmm. That's all like, yeah, after this situation, it's yeah. a bit too much. I, I totally understand why they, they, they do it like this. Otherwise, you pick out your game to pick, to get your third yellow card. If you have to play Alt Club next week, yeah, then maybe. Well, in all honesty, for me, a yellow card should never get a suspension. Three yellow cards should never be a suspension. A red, yes, a red, yeah, but not a red, yellow. A red card, immediate suspension. Look at it and 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 decide if it's going to be a multiple week suspension, with yes or no. Fully agree. A yellow card. There are so many situations on the field where you can get a yellow card that it is not intentional or it's not really bad behavior or whatever. So yeah, if you do a sliding tackle and you're you're just a split second late, it's a yeah. yellow card. Yeah. yeah, the yellow card is 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 already a punishment. Don't add to the punishment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, for me, the, the the rule of of three yellow cards and then two yellow cards and whatever, uh, even after three yellow cards, you should not not get a suspension. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, no uh, Antoine Kina, if I counted the the cards right, but I'm yeah. not quite sure. So he's not uh, playing on uh, against Leopold next week. Uh, two other players in the league are are also um, uh, alerted: um, Stockbrooks and uh, Truijs. This uh, Manu Stockbrooks and Jerome Truijs. They already got two yellow cards in the beginning of the season, so they're also. Um, Red alert. Red alert or yellow alert. <laughs> yellow alert. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Gantois lost 1-2 uh, against Racing. And, uh, yeah, well, it had to happen at, at, at a certain moment, I guess. Uh, but not against Racing. <laughs> so no, really? no, 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 no. Like it's me. a good team, but if, if, you, if, you, if you're not losing for like more than a the year. Yeah, and to be honest, I think that the, 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 the fact that they are out of the two Argentinian players... Okay, obviously that has a certain effect, but it should not be a reason to lose, especially not against racing. Maybe in the finals, yeah, that that's that's something different. But but uh, not now. Uh, your team is, is is strong enough, and you should never rely on just the one or two players as well. Mm -hmm. so that should not be the reason. But it happens. Eh? It's it's very seldom that a team goes through a season with uh, with twenty two games unbeaten. Eh? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, other game in uh, in Pool A is uh, Leopold against Dragons. Four three win for uh, Leopold. What four, happened? Four goals against Toby. Come on. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot um, to set your alarm clock on Sunday. Probably yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It was a tough game, uh, and obviously the disappointment was super big on on Sunday because we played a decent game. We had uh, we had our chances. Um, didn't use them. We had a not a great third quarter. The first half was really good. We created a lot of chances. Uh, it was just one zero down. Um, but then, yeah, also individual mistakes. Also, 
I have to be critical also of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you play in a game like this, this should not happen. Yeah. And yeah, it happened. And now we are in a really tough situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, facing um, racing on the weekend. Mm-hmm. They probably on a high after they win against Gantois. It's, it's going to be a tough game. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to win. There's no doubt about that. But I'm confident um, we're going to win on Sunday. Yeah. You guys were missing uh, uh, Henri Ras due to an injury and uh, uh, Lucas Martinez due to the COVID outbreak in Argentina. Uh, Argentina. Um, how big was there was the loss of those two players? Of course, if you miss some players, it's because like, you, you miss especially two, those two players. You miss two attackers in, in your attacking line. Huh? Yes, we miss two attackers, and especially the fact that we were not able to interchange on the same level of quality um, like we have on the pitch uh, with Henri and uh, Lucas missing. But uh, we had a few Yankees on the bench. They also, uh, they had their minutes. Uh, they gave others uh, just a short breath. They did a good job. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's a different quality. Uh, I mean, Henri is, is known for amazing goals in, in big moments. So And even mm-hmm. though he's still young, he's still got uh, some experience already. Yeah? Indeed. Still young. Indeed. He's 23, I guess, no? Yeah, it's yeah, okay, still that's super young. Eh? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing... He's playing, he's playing uh, uh, is uh, uh, play, playing in the league for like six, seven years. That's what right I'm now. saying. He's got some experience, but he is still young. 22, he, he, 23 is the age where you become consistent as a player. Yeah, he already won four uh, championships. Yeah, okay, but that was because he was in the team there with them, not yeah. because he was the Scoring man the, the important goals? No, no, but I, 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 <laughs> he's a good player. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to enter that debate. I like him as a player, and he's a good okay. player, but he's still a young player. Yeah, he's the guy for crazy goals. Huh? Yeah, I mean, he is. Talking about crazy goals, another player uh, famous for crazy goals, Max Blenvold scored twice, <laughs> and uh, Tom Bone scored also twice. So uh, together, they're um, they're at 37 goals for the season. <laughs> That's his big hang-up. <laughs> yeah. He says they're going to get to 50 together. To 50 together. <laughs> they're now at ter- uh, 37. Yeah, well, they might. Uh, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, they are, they they are a really good duo. They are yeah. really good strikers. Um, they are known for it, especially Tom He's a guy, if he is in front of the goal, it doesn't matter how he's trying to hit the ball. And it will a lot of time, in between it's the successful. Posts. Yeah? Mm. In between the posts. But okay, I will tell you already right now, Flores, the only reason why they will get to the 50 goals is because this season there are 14 clubs in the, in the, in the league. <laughs> so there are more games. <laughs> okay. But they didn't play it, for example, old club or stuff like this. Mm-hmm. No. They so were missing a few games. Also, Max was uh, injured. injured. Yeah, he's yeah. coming back from injury. So yeah. Yeah, okay, that all. Uh, yeah. Tongi Zimmer was injured once again. Good player of Leopold, and yeah. so often injured. But yeah, yeah, they didn't. Did they miss them and miss him? Or uh, of course, he's uh, a super important player for them. But they proved that they also can, can be one. really good without him. And yeah. also, uh, Anglebert was missing mm-hmm. uh, due to an injury. But still, it's a really, really good team, and yeah. especially with their offensive power. It's always tough playing against them. They're the defending champions, so it's a, it's a tough team. So what happened for goals? Just because they were good, or were all defensive errors, or not? Not just defensive errors. Uh, as I said, I'm critical. I also have to save two of them, uh-huh. uh, without a doubt. Yeah. And yeah, was just. just, just I, I had a really good first half. Uh, I think uh, second half was, yeah, first. The, the, the 2 0 was uh, through the legs. Uh, then the PC uh, through the legs. And then yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah. It's it's not easy to get out of this dip, but of uh, course, I have to be able to do that. And I'm, I'm critical enough to, to say that. 
So uh, that makes uh, Pool A uh, with this standing. Leo uh, Gantois is still uh, leading with 18 points. Uh, Leopold uh, chasing them with uh, 16 points. Then there is a gap, racing 12 points, and Dragons is uh, fourth, um, already uh, chasing five points on the second spot. So that's um, it's a big gap. It's or a not? Gap. Or not? It's a gap, but right. um, it's doable. playoffs, eh? mm -hmm. as we say, <laughs> and yeah. uh, everything is possible. I mean, you saw it, racing beat Cantois, it's possible. So there's no doubt that we are still in the race. Okay. I mean, no one is giving up at the moment. Yeah, because you guys are, are uh, playing Leopold, uh, no, racing uh, next week, Leopold is playing Gantois. Let's say Gantois wins the game at home against Leopold, which would be a, a logical result. Um, and uh, and you guys are beating racing, then your guys are back in the game, then you're still still at two points from uh, from the second spot, so. Yeah, and I mean, we have three home games in a row now. Mm -hmm. So beating us at home is also more difficult, mm -hmm. I would say. And I think at home we are we are strong. Yeah, and that, the third game uh, at home, so first racing, then Gantois, then Leopold. Okay, interesting. Doable, <laughs> of course. In playoffs, anything can happen. Yeah, but indeed. <laughs> because I also made a contribution for, uh, for the radio about uh, this week in hockey. And... Uh, uh, I said, yeah, Dragons is already chasing five points, uh, only fi uh, 15 points to, to gain. So it's really tough for them. But in the end, it's like the players in football. Every week it changes so much. Um, you can't make yeah, any conclusions after this, just this one, one game. Um, <laughs> in the other pool, um, Waddocks won 2-3 uh, um, at Leuven. Um, I think logical result. Waddocks wasn't playing that well, I've heard. But yeah, they managed to score. Um, in also, Leuven was missing Lucas Villa. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's uh, a big difference. Yes. What mm -hmm. um, three young guys scored? Uh, Guillaume van Marke, Julien Lemaire, and Jeremy Wilbers. So the three young guys from uh, yeah. from Wadex scored. And uh, the the goals from Leuven are from the Kaiser. He's already at 13 goals this season. Yeah, he's for me, that's... He's in the, the top the three of the, of the uh, best goal scorers. He's one of the surprises, and the, the nice surprises of this season. Uh, in all honesty, I did not think he was would be able to come back. To come back. Yeah, come back, yeah, but not at this level. I think he uh, really is surprising and uh, uh, deserves a round of applause, that guy. Mm -hmm. Then the, the the other game I watched, Beerschot against the 4-4, a game Beerschot needed to win to get uh, to be a contender for the, the semifinals. They were leading 3-1 at halftime. Um, was a was a nice game. First first occasion for uh, Beerschot was already a goal from uh, Jerome Size, so okay. Size does matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only Size would say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, um, after after that after that goal, Beerschot was really the better team in the first half. They really played some uh, some nice hockey. Not not the best hockey in the world uh, in either, but they played some nice hockey. Um, Moritz Fürster was was playing. Far better than the, the the other game I saw before the winter break. That duo with the, the Slover and then Rossi just in front of them, yeah, that's 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 strong. That's yeah. really but really okay, strong. If you, have, if you have Rossi back, then then Fürster can play in a completely different role again as well. Eh? Mm. So that makes I think a big difference for that team. Uh, yeah, and they're missing uh, Nick Ettling for the rest of the season because due to the 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 Corona uh, measurements in, in the United okay. Kingdom. Um, but uh, Gaetan Paris is playing the best season of his life. He's so dangerous um, in in the circle. Um, he scored once again, but he also yeah he's also decisive for the, for the for the outcome of the game because four minutes before the end of the game, he breaks uh, a counter attack. Um, he gets a yellow card. Yeah, and therefore the last four minutes, Ore was really pushing, was really pushing uh, them in their own circle. So they get three four corners, and in the last seconds, uh, 
Tommy Domene scored his fourth goal of the of the game, mm. and uh, was a draw, which which is a great result for Ore because the gap between uh, Ore and uh, Leuven and Beerschot is uh, five points. So uh, good start of the of the players, I guess. And Wadux, yeah. yeah, already eight points ahead of Leuven and Beerschot. I'm, I'm, I'm curious who who did was a striking player at Ore? Who made the difference for Ore? Ore four goals. Yeah, but who made the difference? Domene. Yeah, Tommy Domene. He yeah, was yeah, but okay, it's not because okay. If no, but he also played played very strong in his tacklebacks. Yeah. Or he's in, he's important because he drops out very low when when uh, when yeah. they when when the opposition uh, opposition has the ball. So he does his uh, defensive work, and yeah, he's so important uh, in the circle as well. They, and but, second but, half, second half, uh, Manu Stockbrooks. First half, he was really poor. Uh, I can say, but second half, he was so strong. He he really changed the. Uh, Changed his game and uh, yeah, he he got penalty corners. He was good in defensive uh, on on the defensive side. He was also strong in his in uh, in his attacking abilities with his uh, his rushes uh, on the on the flank. So yes, a great second half of uh, Manu Brooks as well. Okay. Because they played without Calioni. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, injured without also muscle. without Maso. So, yeah. And uh, I must say, um, Beerschot was a bit lucky as well because uh, the goalkeeper, Arthur Thierfri from Ore, made some errors as well. That's why yeah. uh, they, they came up 3-1. But yeah, in the end, uh, Ore managed to, to grab a point. So a 4-4 logical decision, logical score? Uh, in the end, I think Beerschot, they, they, they are really frustrated that that goal comes in the, in the last second. And because yeah. it's, it's yeah, you get an uh, unnecessary yellow card because nine players from Beerschot were behind the ball. And still, Gaetan Peros thought, yeah, I should break this, this counter-attack. And yeah, that's, um, that's a pity for Beerschot. Otherwise, it would have been uh, very, very uh, tight in that uh, pool B. But now, yeah, Wadux is already gone, I guess. Um, eight points. It's it's a big gap. Yeah, and they also play a really really good season. Eh? Yeah. They have a, a, a super good structure. They are patient and only lost once against yeah. Beerschot. So yeah, and they yeah they play really really well this season. Sean Williams. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, that's uh, Pool B. Uh, then the playdowns uh, was a strange game day in the playdowns. Three draws. Heracles Brax 3-3. Antwerp Daring 1-1. And Namur Old Club also 3-3. So First no, point no, of the no, season for nobody Old Club. Happy outside of Old Club, nobody happy. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Heracles and Brax are like, okay, start with a point, no worries. I mean, nothing changed for them eh? no. in the no. standings. No. So it starts again this weekend. Yeah. I think maybe uh, Antwerp Daring, that's, that was the most important game, I guess, in, in, that, in the... Yeah, because the, that, those are the two teams that will make... Uh, they, will normally, they, they have to battle to, to stay in the, yeah. in the league, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's the game they... Uh, yeah, both of that team should have won. So, uh, yeah, in the, in the playdowns, nothing changes. Heracles uh, and Brux are, uh, are ahead. Uh, Daring, Antwerp, still one point between them. And then you have a gap, Namur and uh, Old Club. Yeah. So uh, nothing really changes there. Let's talk dragons. Um, dragon. Or dragon in, uh, in, uh, <laughs> in uh, Dutch or French. <laughs> yeah. um, first, uh, the, the first big news of the, of, the, of the new year was Bert Wenting as a uh, consultant uh, for, the, for the coach for uh, Gilles van Hester. What's up with that? Yeah, Bert, was, uh, Bert came in as a guy uh, giving feedback to our coaches team mm -hmm. to give uh, yeah, some input for this playoff season or the second half of the season coming up. I mean, uh, we played a, an okay first half of the season, um, but I think we all know we could have 
played better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played really well, but we didn't. It's not consistent enough. It's not consistent enough, and we didn't reward it ourselves uh, with big points. A lot of games we dominated, but we couldn't turn them into points. And this was just yeah to give maybe yeah more input mm-hmm. towards the whole team. It's not just towards the coaches, also the full team, um, to help out, to mm-hmm. give feedback on 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 structure, on trainings, or whatever. So he's he's at uh, practices every yes, time. Yes, okay. he's he's there for trainings, and he's there on Sundays. Um, worked out quite well so far. Okay, last Sunday we lost, yeah, but yeah, no. you see that the team is making progress, and this progress is not done yet. I mean, we still have uh, a couple of months uh, going on, and a gap of five points. A to gap of five points uh, <laughs> to close. <laughs> yeah, because I think the last time Bert was like a, a, a real coach was back in two thousand seven or eight. That's a long time ago, but okay, he's never been around of hockey, obviously. Yeah. No, no. Okay, he's not really a coach. He's really as a as a consultant. He's a consultant. Okay. Yes, uh, like the the training is managed by by Hillis and by by Cosma, mm-hmm. and from Bert's side, it's just really feedback and input during training or after training or before training. So they discuss a lot of things. Nothing big has changed. Okay. Um, but it's hardly a vote of confidence towards the Depen- the, the head coach. Really, it depends. It depends upon who asked to have Bert join the team. Okay, was was it the board? Was it the players? Was yeah. it the coaching staff who asked for support? I've heard. Correct me if I'm wrong. That it was uh, that some players and and also the board really, yeah, they decided something had to change for the for the second part of the season. I mean, there's nothing wrong to no, no, of course to, not. No. Um, give new input towards a team, especially when it comes to playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we will see if it pays off or not. Mm-hmm. We okay. c- it's too early to say if it if it is the right call or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the moment, you see the team making progress, so we trust this progress. Yeah, but you need to, you need you need to make progress. Eh? Uh, you in in the first half of the season, you only gave 7 out of 21 points against the other playoff teams. That's not that much. Yeah, that's not that much. Uh, mm. indeed. As I said, uh, we were dominating a lot of games, um but we didn't score enough goals or we yeah, some games we were also up, we were leading and uh, then conceded goals and lost the game at the end. Um we also have to grow with this, uh, with this, and as I said, it's a it's a process, mm-hmm. and every player is growing from week to week. You see that in every training, uh, everybody is making steps, especially the younger players. And we have to keep this up for the couple of week, next couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, do you think that uh, Dragons has a team that's stronger than the one from Gantoise or Leopold? No, no. Okay, that's that's quite brutal and uh, brutal and honest. But yeah, <laughs> that's why you're here. Yeah. No. No, no. At, at this moment, Gantois, uh, if, if talking full teams, eh? yeah. no injuries, no, no stuff like that. At the, the, moment, the, no, the squad of sixteen. Yeah. yeah, nobody on paper, nobody beats Gantois. Mm-hmm. But also, uh, so uh, Dragons is in, in your opinion also weaker than Leopold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess you don't you don't agree, but <laughs> no, you, you can't, of course. But um, yeah, it's. I think the bench of of Leopold is is stronger, has more experience than than the one from Dragons. That's uh, it's a big difference, and they have a really strong penalty corner. They have three options on the on the top of the D, who are better than the ones of Dragons, in my opinion. What that that you, makes what a difference. <laughs> yeah, that's my opinion. That, that's do you my. Think and Leopold are stronger than Dragons. If, if, if full full squad, full squad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah, 
everybody it, it knows you don't play full squad in, in in important games. It's mostly 12, 13 players who really make the difference. Who really play the game. Um, in a season, it's in a season. It's the full squad who makes the difference. Yeah, but it's, in it's in, not, in playoffs, in playoff games, in, so a, in the playoff final, in 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 a one-off game or a series of one or two games. But in yeah, a game, if, if you have to play, players. if you play, sorry. Let's let's say that that the third home game against Leopold in a couple of weeks is a decisive game. I guess you only play what with thirteen players, normally. Uh, it depends. Like for me, no team is unbeatable. Eh? Mm -hmm. Of course, Gantois plays this season one of the best. Uh, they have an amazing shit. structure. They are super disciplined. Mm -hmm. um, on their structure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, at the moment, like they are the best team, of course, but you can beat them. I mean, okay, racing beat them with two players missing, but this doesn't matter. Mm. When we played them, we were dominating the first half. It was the first game of the season. We were dominating, but at the end we lost 4-2 or uh, yeah. something like that with two goals difference. Okay, but still it's possible to beat them. Absolutely. Um, so I'm not worried about anything. Uh, trick, every trick, team on paper can be better than you, but yeah, you still sure. can beat them. The trick will be, can you beat them in the final? Yes. I think it's easier to beat them in a the final than to beat them in the season because the pressure is so much higher on on, uh, on on the team who's the favorite. And uh, yeah, they can't hide. They they really can't hide. They're the favorites for the, to win the championship. So it's going to be really, um, yeah, really interesting to see them in, in, in the semifinals, in the... In in an all or nothing um, two games, uh, last time they played it, it didn't go so well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I, I I think that in all honesty, with Pascal Kina being the experienced coach that he is, that the team and they've learned from that. Mm -hmm. You need those experiences as well to to make the difference in the, when when you when you get back to the finals. And uh, I think that uh, yeah, at this this season it will be incredibly tough to beat Gantois become champion yep. whether they, it's in, in in the regular season or in playoffs right now or in a playoff final later on Gantois is the team to beat okay um, one other thing I noticed for uh, from Dragons for this season Dragon oh Dragon yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking English of course um, uh, you guys um, got 15 penalty corners against you this season. That's a lot. There is no other team in the playoffs, uh, not even Heracles, who got 15 penalty corners against. So that's yeah. a lot. Um, that's you also have to compare it, uh, with how many attempts against us mm -hmm. those goals were, sco were scored. Also a lot. Because mm -hmm. it's um, not our strongest point at this moment. Who's your yeah, first runner? We have several first runners. Matthew okay. Kobach, mostly. We yeah. have uh, Matthew, we have uh, Timothy, and. Oh, uh, Timothy is so fast, yeah. And uh, Lucas Martinez. Mm -hmm. okay. And as well, since last week uh, with Max Lotens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, we also saw the stats. and. Yeah, but that means that. I that also recognize that uh, it's like in general how many goals we considered this season so far, also with 14 teams. Mm -hmm. But it's, <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it's a lot. Uh, and. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, we have to work on this. Um, we did last week, and okay, we conceded one penalty corner out of two last weekend. It's fifty percent. It's like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's no. We don't have to hide it. That's a lot. Okay, 
So uh, work in progress. Yes. Okay. Um, let, let's talk about uh, next season because uh, Dragons announced that uh, Loic van Doren is coming back to Dragons. That means you're leaving. You're going to Braxchatta. Why Braxchatta? Because they called. No. <laughs> <laughs> Braxchatta has a, a really amazing project coming up for the next years. And um, it's super interesting for me uh, to join this team um, because I see a lot in, the, in this team. Um, mm. As we said, uh, on the paper, a team always looks different than what's happening on the pitch. And I don't think Braxkata is a team who is uh, a team who should play playdowns. Uh, I think they're a team who belong in top six the of the league. Pool, yeah. yeah, so it's a really nice change. I'm really looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to chat with the club, uh, also with Phil Goldberg. It's, uh, it's a great project they are facing, and I'm really looking forward to this challenge. Is, is there a reason why you're staying in Belgium, not returning to Germany? Or not yes, I really. He likes the weather. <laughs> he loves the sun. <laughs> no, and the away games are not that fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you're living in Antwerp, and of course that makes all the difference in the world. Eh? Antwerp being the city, city but you're from Hamburg, so I I'm from Hamburg. Yeah, so Antwerp and Hamburg, Hamburg are similar. pretty similar. Yeah. No, no, Antwerp, no, no, no. Is Antwerp is way cooler, way nah, better. If way I have way to cooler, the Beatles way cooler, played way in Ham- they, they lived in Hamburg. Guys, Antwerp is the center of the world. Come on, that's so true. That's, that's true, but that's, yeah. the re- that's the reason why you're here. But <laughs> of course, the reason is it's not just about myself; it's also about my girlfriend. Uh, we came here together three years ago, and uh, she plays for Dams One at Dragons, mm-hmm. um, and we are both really happy in Belgium. I don't see myself ready yet to go back to Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel really comfortable in Belgium. And also, yeah, we just moved from Braskart to Antwerp City uh, yeah. last summer. We really enjoyed it. Eh? I mean, I don't want to move out of an apartment after after half a year no. <laughs> or after a year. Yeah. And um, my girlfriend, she plays for Dams One at Dragons. She keeps on playing there and she has a lot of friends there, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. And she's working for Tillenet. Mm-hmm. So why should give up a job? And for me, the possibility to play for Brax is not just playing hockey, but it's also being involved as a as a coach and as a goalie trainer mm-hmm. okay. uh, makes it super interesting for me. Yeah, but I'm starting to build up like my own goalie, goalie academy. coaching academy. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool, oh, interesting. Um, and Brax gives me this opportunity, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I can do something beside just playing hockey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, and, yeah, Antwerp is nice. It's super nice and. And as long as I can play on the highest level, um, 31, I take this, yeah. of course. Is it, um, yeah, you say the highest level, but you're not an uh, international goalkeeper anymore. You're not playing for Germany anymore. Is that is that door closed or is there still an opportunity to, to come back after the Olympics? Or I think the door is closed. And I also, I really enjoy just playing club hockey. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, of course, you spend a lot of training hours, but way less than before. Yeah. And uh, you have your free weekend, which is amazing. Okay. Was, the, honestly, the last winter break was the first winter break. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Okay. I really enjoyed this time. Okay, jo- COVID destroyed a bit of that, but still, it's um, you don't have to worry. Okay. You just enjoy the the free time you have. Mm-hmm. If you just look to the to, to, only to the hockey, are. You, is this is your adventure in Belgium? Is it uh, the, did it succeed, or are you a bit disappointed about the outcome uh, yet so far? Disappointed? Yeah, I think you have to look from year to year. In my first year at Dragons, we made it to the final four, and this went a bit unfortunate. Yeah, we lost uh, against Leo in the semis, 
and then we lost really unlucky uh, against Hera in the, in the game for the EHL spot. Mm -hmm. So of course this year was a big disappointment because you didn't achieve what you were reaching for. Mm -hmm. uh, last year was cancelled. Yeah, super weird year. We had we had an amazing team, and we played really well. And then the season was cancelled, which was a huge pity because, in my opinion, we could have made it. Like, we were a really, really good team. Mm -hmm. um, so, of course, it was a disappointment when a season is not uh, ending. Um, and this year, I mean, it's not over yet, huh? No, 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 of course. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm still confident that we make it. Okay. What, and, uh, what's the difference with the German League as a player, as, as a human? How do you experience the difference between... Difference in culture, difference in level, difference in... Level is pretty equal. Um, of course, the luxury in Belgium is you don't have to travel for a full weekend and play doubleheader Saturday, Sunday yeah. uh, and go by train for six and a half hours mm -hmm. uh, and sleep in hotels. In Belgium, you know, you always sleep at home in your own bed. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the furthest away game is one hour ten. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I never had this before. I literally had half of my season uh, living in a hotel. Uh, it's different. Culture, it really depends on your surrounding in the club or your coaches or your team. The last three years with Dragons was for me so similar to my club in Germany, to Havis Huda, because it's a real family club. Um, everybody's super open. They welcomed us, you know, not yeah. just me, also my girlfriend playing there. Uh, with open arms, really warm welcome, and we straight felt super comfortable over there. Mm -hmm. So this is really similar. Also in culture, okay, Germans in Belgium, <laughs> of course someone is making a joke all the time, but <laughs> ah, okay, yeah, I can handle this, that's not a problem. <laughs> okay. um, but I think we, we fitted really well uh, in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the first season, yeah, you twice, twice you guys just lost on on penalty shootouts uh, in the AHL against Wadex and uh, in in that uh, that uh, EHL uh, ticket game against uh, Heracles. Did that break something? Um, are you not as conf confident anymore on, on on penalty shootouts, or doesn't that change anything? That doesn't change anything. Okay. Uh, okay, EHL game. It's it's different now. Eh? There's mm -hmm. a a game in, in your championship mm -hmm. and there's a EHL, EHL is always extra. We were really close in this game against Wattax. It was especially a time we played the quarterfinal one mm -hmm. against Wattax at home. We won 4-1. Then we had the EHL game where we lost in shootouts. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, we had the second quarterfinal against Wattax away. We lost train season. We lost 4-2. So just because of goal difference, we made it through. But okay, in between EHL you have three game, games in a row against the same team, so you know each other. Mm -hmm. You know what's coming. And especially in EHA, we were super close to win this. Mm -hmm. um, we actually scored a goal in the last second, but apparently time was over. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, and um, of course then against Heracles, uh, we won the first game, I think, 5-3. We lost the second game, 5-3, and went to shootouts. Yeah, yeah that, that second game, there were some amazing goals. Yeah, yeah, indeed. We also had a lot of injuries back then, yeah. um, which is super unfortunate, but of course, yeah, if you, if you fight through, you fight through mm -hmm. what everybody did, but at the end, uh, it wasn't enough. Okay. Maybe then it's uh, the first year without all the guys played for Dragons in the past 10 years. Uh, also changes a lot. 
Mm-hmm. That was a big. Uh, it was a big challenge, I guess, uh, with so many new players to to form a perfect team uh, in in the season when so many players changed. But I think we managed it quite well throughout the season, and I mean, we made it to the final four. Mm-hmm. Just okay. not the the outcome we hoped for. Mm-hmm. What's happening this season with EHL? Should they just cancel this, the the whole season and uh, just move on and go to the next to the next season? Because now it's only a, a a final four. What's what's up with that? Come on. Yeah, it's a strange decision, but yeah, you have to do something. And uh, in all honesty, I think that there are a couple of sponsors involved. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, but they are paying the bills, so so you you there are a factor that you have to take into account as well. Um, and in all honesty, I think that everybody will be happy to play a couple of games, and and a couple of games at this level will will create again enthusiasm. And I think that's always better than just cancelling it out. Out. Okay. Obviously, it it is a strange decision, and and you will you will uh, disadvantage some, and some will not. For be me, happy this is not this. the AHL. This is no, just true, true. This is just uh, uh, four champions who are playing each other. Yeah. Ah, that that will depend. I think that that if they organize it not well really and champions. they can organize it well, it will create a buzz. It will create uh, there are a couple of amazing teams. So you will see great hockey there. Yeah, but you're playing teams who are not the champions because last year there there was no championship. So, but it's still a nice reward mm-hmm. for yeah. the teams who made it that far. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if we would be in this position, I would also would be amazed by it. Uh, yeah. I was re- would l- really look forward to it. Um, but yeah, okay, it's a final four. It's a final four, and also I think it's it's super nice for, not just for the sponsors who are involved in EHL, but also players for. The players and the fans. Absolutely. I mean, everybody. Okay, not every country has a perfect live stream to to follow uh, when they play in the Netherlands and Belgium and Germany. It's organized really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but EHL, there was every year in EHL, and everybody is looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Even if you just watch it behind the, the screen, it's amazing. It's Absolutely. top hockey on the highest level. I mean, everybody is watching Champions League in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's empty a real stadiums. Yeah. yeah, it's an empty stadium, but. Th- It's, we it's don't a, have the financial full, resources to Champions to League season. Yeah, but we don't have the financial resources in hockey to uh, set up five different rounds uh, in different countries uh, because no one is able to pay all this with all the COVID tests. Uh, mm-hmm. Then flying there, quarantine. No one has the time to do that because your season is still in there. Yeah, uh, but footballers for, are privileged. Yeah. So yeah. I think we, as a hockey community, should be really happy to ha- be able to have this EHL Final Four. For the players, for EHL, EHF, and for the fans, I think it's it's nice. As but a fan, in, in, I'm, in looking, a season, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but in this season, where everything's so packed and uh, with with uh, yeah. the European Championships coming up, with the Olympics coming up, um, uh, everybody's playing double weekends. We changed our format due to the to this uh, strange season. And then okay, and then there is a possibility maybe just to get a free weekend, and and then even then, it's like no, we have to do this as. For me, it's it's a bit too much. Yeah, but okay, you, you can say the same thing about the pro league. Should we cancel it? We can say the same thing about the European Championships. Even not cancel it, maybe, but postpone it and put it on on a, on a different timing in the year. Uh, but it's your World Cup qualifier, yeah. So you need to play it. Yeah, but you could play it after the Olympics as well. Uh, but there are always reasons mm-hmm. for and against, and Because it's always in in the balance. For me, in all honesty. I'm just happy and look forward to those games. 
and yes, it's an extra. Uh, uh, it adds to the to, to to the level of of the international players that have a full agenda that is overloaded even, and it's a risk for them. But they are just what twenty percent from from the team the, the players who are playing the EHL. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of other players out there, for, and for those guys, this is the highest that they can play. So it's not only about the international players. No, that's true, it's true, but it's just a funny season and I wouldn't I would I wouldn't mind if if the the HL w- would have been canceled for one season and just start over next season. Yeah, but you would Are mind. are you guys you would, still playing the, the EHL Cup uh, by the way? No, uh, this no. is canceled. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everything except of this final four and I I think it's a good thing. Um to reward those teams and players who made it that final season and yeah, for everyone is it's nice. Every year, Easter, there was EHL, and yeah. if it's possible, do it. Absolutely. Okay. That's Absolutely. Uh, and I think that you would mind if you were one of those players who are not, of not an international player. I mean, and this was one of your unique chances to play this level of yeah, hockey. And imagine uh, now a team yeah. never played EHL, and this yeah. is your chance. Yeah. And especially in these times, you might have a chance to win it, huh? because it's just you just have to win two games and not yeah. <laughs> not yeah. a full KO 16. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think I think in all honesty that that if you win it, the 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 sense of having an EH tit- EHL title will be less than in a regular season. But in all honesty, it, it it is an amazing event. Of course, as a player, you look forward to it. As a fan, I'm really looking forward to those games. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's uh, for Easter. It's still Easter. Uh, yeah. yeah. A couple of weeks away. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, that make that uh, yeah that uh, lands us uh, straight to the Belgians uh, abroad. There was a double weekend in uh, in the Dutch league in the hoofdklasse. Um, Ernst, that's your uh, that's your cue. Is, is that my cue? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I did not have any cues here. <laughs> I just come and sit and talk nonsense. <laughs> that that's my cue. <laughs> but you, you watched some games. You watched some. I watched. I, I watched a couple of games. I watched a couple of games. And uh, um, let's start with Oranje Rot on Saturday. They won one five uh, against Klein Zwitserland. Yeah. A uh, good game. Uh, that that was that was a pr- pretty good game. In all honesty, uh, Klein Switzerland playing without uh, Miltkow uh, because he's in uh, in Germany, where strangely enough, Germany is playing India for some reason. Uh, India same like the Red Lions playing uh, GB. This GB, weekend. yeah, this absolutely. afternoon, yeah, absolutely. Which is basically not allowed according to pro league rules. No. But yeah, it's a strange season, so. Yeah, I, th- I really, I really thought, I really thought that uh, India was already playing their pro league games, but that, that, that was that was not the case. They it's just practice. It's or they do European tour. I yeah. think they yeah. play uh, GP as well here in Antwerp. Uh, yeah, yeah. So really, really strange. But okay, KZ without milk cow, which makes a difference for KZ, obviously. Uh, but uh, no, interesting game, and I think Oranje Rood played played uh, uh, a good game there and won four one. Belgian goals. Four Belgian goals. Absolutely. Van Aert. Twice Briels and Stockbrooks. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, of uh, of Thibaut Stockbrooks. Uh, so he's he's really making strides uh, this season. Uh, mm-hmm. He played a good game then. The second game, I thought he was a little bit more invisible. So on Sunday they played against uh, Almere. Yeah, he scored as well then. He scored, yeah, yeah, but but he was a little bit less visible for me uh, than uh, that game, uh, especially against a team like Almere, who is who is the the last team in, uh, and by far the the, the weakest, the, the lowest ranked and, and weakest team. In in that's the game where a young guy like Thibaut Stubbrooks, especially with his speed and and abilities, should be able to make a difference. 
so it was a little bit less visible, but the entire team was less uh, less strong that game. They they got a quick three uh, zero mm. on the board, and then they uh, went down. And uh, I think they scored in the last minute and the last second of the yeah. game uh, the three two. So it was a logical uh, win for uh, Oranje Rood. Tom Abril started to score finally uh, because yeah. it, uh, before the winter break he didn't score for Oranje Rood. Now he oh. scored uh, three times in uh, yeah, the last couple of Toma, weeks. But for me, Tom Abril has never been the guy who yeah, is there to score a, the goals. But huh? even as a striker, if you're if you don't have any oh, goal absolutely. in in like well, seven or eight games, that's oh, I agree, I agree. That that starts to uh, the tickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's, he's been scoring again, and 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 those are typical striker goals as well. A lot of them were were rebounds and 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 uh, balls in 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 a cluster of players and just giving the last tap. Uh, so the, there were not great shots. Big backhand from from an open spot in the circle or something like that it was always in 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 a struggle. Straight in front of the goalie, in 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 the in the, in the, in the hot spot before the goalie, mm-hmm. um, but he scored. Uh, yeah, scored four uh, times in 2021. Once yeah. with the dra- with the Red Lions and, uh, yeah. and three times with Oranje Rood. Yeah. But in all honesty, that it's not what Tom Abrius is about. Yeah, uh, but he, nah. no, 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 no. <laughs> if if I was a if I was a, was the the head coach of Belgium, yeah, but thank I, God I would you're like, not. Thank <laughs> I would God like you are not. Some players who, who are <laughs> we, confident who scored lots we, of we goals last really, season. We are really happy that you are not the head coach of the Red Lions. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. The, the the guy has 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 a lot of qualities, and and of course, if you're a striker, then you sh- you should score a couple of goals as well. But if you are there to get penalty corners, do the tackle backs in a, in a good way, bring the opportunities to other players, then you're doing your job, and you don't have to score. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's not about the people who score. If it's others about, take it's about, it over, it's all right. Yeah, huh? Absolutely, <laughs> and it's it's about the team effort. And and Thomas is is amazing player in in a team. Okay. Um, let's talk about the yeah the biggest game of the Saturday um, of Saturday was uh, Rotterdam Bloemendaal one two victory for Bloemendaal. Yeah, surprising. I really thought that at that moment that Bloemendaal was going to lose their their first game because at this moment Bloemendaal hasn't lost any game. So the, every game they've won, they've won thirty six so, points. So out they're of 12 they're games they're on 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 the one hundred percent score. Uh, and I really thought that that uh, this game Rotterdam was playing very fast and, and really really going for the the throat of Bloemendaal at that moment, uh, and I really thought that they 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 had the game in their hands. And mm. but yeah, then obviously the strength of Bloemendaal is counterattacks. It's always been counterattacks, and they've got the player with with the Bovendeert uh, who is amazing at uh, at tip ins and and. When a shot is fired into the circle and he is in the circle, he is... He touches l- it. Yeah, like a Tom yeah. Bohm. Uh, yeah. is the kind of guy who will touch it and the ball will go into the post. If the goalie is there yeah. and can stop it, good. But it will never be a deflection that goes uh, f- five meters over the goal or or t- five meters next to the goal. It will always be aimed towards the goal. And he, he's like what, what the Germans call Torgeil. Torgeil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is indeed. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he scores... Most of the insane scores ever, like yeah. um, the one against. He's always diving yeah. in, yeah. and he touches it. The one he scored against uh, Dragon in the, in the AHL a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, the first goal. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So that guy scored scored last cup. Hey, well, I think two minutes before the end, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Uh, so uh, yeah, and Arthur van, Sco- van Doren scored a, a stroke. So in that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but okay. Again, yeah. Again, again. That's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, but that's that's my bridge to the other game. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> Towards uh, the boss who uh, who uh, played uh, Hurley won six zero, but uh, lost on on Sunday. But yeah, what what's going on with the boss? Because everybody's leaving. 
Yeah, I truly for don't, next season. Yeah, I truly don't know what 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 the the problem is at the moment at Den because they had an amazing season last, last season. season. Yeah, uh, and and they were really feeling feeling robbed because of COVID that the season was ending because this was finally the season that they were going to play the the, the playoffs and mm -hmm. and in the playoffs you never know they 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 would have had their chance like any other. And this year, yeah, it's 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 less. I do, I truly do not know why. Obviously, they lost a couple of players. They lost uh, Sebastian Dequier. They lost uh, the Argentinian guy. Um, Nini. Nini. Uh, so that's important. Uh, but again, losing two players should not. It creates a different balance in the team. But if you have a good club management and a good coach, then they, you should find a player that could compensate that. But yeah, apparently that. In Dutch, we have a saying: "The sauce heeft niet gepakt." The mayonnaise doesn't take. The, ma the mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, in French, it's, a, it's a, the same expression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and I think that that's a little bit what happens. And sometimes it's difficult to point to a very specific reason. But I think that that the reason why they are not performing the way that they are doing this season is also the, one of the reasons why a couple of players. Uh, Decided to uh, to look elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, like uh, uh, Louis van Doren. Yeah. Um, then uh, the yeah, Belgian players are doing well at uh, Pinoquet. Dokier and Hendricks uh, on Saturday against Tilburg. Yeah, uh, and 0-8. Yeah, especially Dokier. Dokier is on fire at the moment. He's he's scoring left and right. He's really scoring from every every angle. Uh, different kind of goals. The 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 tip ins like I was describing that Thomas Brunus was scoring. And the the difficult situation in front of a goalie just. Being the last, it's also in. playing well with the with the red lines. Yeah, the but but weeks. also the, it's also scoring the the big backhands when you have a lot of space in the circle and and creating the space around the, around himself in the circle. He's he's on fire at the moment. So yeah, I scored really four happy. times this weekend. I'm Three really times. happy that he's on fire right now and not <laughs> not in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, he scored uh, three times against Tilburg and uh, once against uh, Hurley. So yeah, yeah, four goals for uh, Ob obviously two teams who are not the. Top oh, teams yeah. either, but still, uh, he, he's 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 playing uh, at the top level at the moment. Mm -hmm. well, also, Alexander Hendricks pushes uh, some uh, penalty corners in. Um, good for his confidence. Um, then I don't, I don't think Alexander Hendricks has a problem with his confidence. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not feeling well, if he's not feeling well, his yeah. penalty corners are, no, are that dangerous. So. Yeah. Um, then uh, one more game I I, I noted um, for this weekend was uh, Amsterdam Kazet four uh, two victory for Amsterdam with, who's playing once again a strange season with lots of difficulties but Tongi Kozen scored in that game that's why I noted uh, yeah true so that uh, in in the standings yeah you have the the top eight and the rest because the rest isn't isn't playing anymore for uh, for no. the for the playoff spots. I think Blumendahl is almost certain to have been. Yeah, I think it's like what we discussed They're having a earlier. gap of 12 points. Yeah, so what we were discussing earlier with Cantois here in Belgium, Blumendahl is doing even to to, to, to the next level in in Holland at the moment. Uh, they haven't lost a game. Uh, they haven't lost a point even. No. Uh, so 12 points amazing. ahead of Pinoquet, who is the, the surprisingly on the second... Uh, that, that for me is a big surprise as well. Okay. Blumenau always when Blumenau has a good team, they outperform everybody in regular season. That mm. usually was their 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 uh, their mo uh, in, in in past seasons as well, and they have a very strong team, obviously. So uh, they are the biggest favorites in Holland. Like Cantoise is the biggest favorite here in Belgium. But that was uh, I would like to talk about Pinocchio. Yeah. Are you a believer? Uh, but what do you call a believer? Playing uh, playoffs for Pinocchio. 
yeah, I think this season they, they could reach the, the playoffs. I think it would be a surprise if they're not in the playoffs. And for me, it's a surprise that they will be in the playoffs. I would have guessed them in the beginning of the season, they would have been top six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, they playoffs, have a great team. Been, huh? They have great players in their team. Absolutely. Uh, with uh, Alex and Dokier and Niklas Wellen. Argentinians, um, uh, the, uh, some of the Dutch guys who are doing well uh, as well. Yeah, Dutch guys are playing playing uh, lots of seasons together right now. Yeah. The, uh, at yeah. Okay. yeah. So, but yeah, everything is coming together for them, and and they're having a it's it's a strange season for everybody. So, but they're they're but they're doing really well. I don't think that they will win in the end, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that they this season they they could make the playoffs. Uh, Mm-hmm. I think they will. Yeah, Rotterdam, who's uh, fifth right now, uh, chases them by three points. So yeah, Rotterdam is really having a different, a very strange season. In all honesty, when, still, when still a contender, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, they're still a contender. They had a, they had a bad bad weekend, but if the, you saw the way that they played against Bloemendaal, I was really surprised, and I thought, okay, f- f- after that, seeing that game or seeing the, the highlights of that game, for me, I thought at that moment, okay, the final is going to be Rotterdam and Bloemendaal. Okay. <laughs> Do you agree? Oh, it's oh, no. It's quite early. <laughs> they only they only played twelve or eleven games this season. No, no, They're absolutely. only half it, away. It, it is early, and uh, absolutely, it's 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 very premature to say that. But based on that game and what I saw, I was really impressed. Yeah, I mean, they have players who can make the difference, mm-hmm. no doubt. But also, if you see how their team changed from last season, they lost quite a lot of players. Yeah, uh, the Kiwi guys, one German player and yeah. the Irish player. Okay, they got Menini, who, is, who can also make a big difference. You saw yeah. it uh, with Demos uh, the year before. Yeah. Um, and of course, Herzberger, he's a guy who can make the difference. Yeah, but I think the biggest difference there at the moment is that there are a couple of younger Dutch players who are making the next step, who are yeah. taking the next step, like like a Tess van Dam, like mm-hmm. a Justin Block, like a Chep Hoedemakers. Those are guys who are really pushing themselves at the moment and, and stepping up to, to the next level. And those are the guys I feel are making the difference for Rotterdam at the moment. Uh, okay. Yeah, and they really, they really live from their physical game. Like when you see, yeah. I also watch the highlights every week uh, from the Hofklasse. If you see, they always play really physical. If they uh-huh. attack or defend, they yeah. are going 100% yeah. and never taking like one step back, well, which is really good. Huh? Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. But there are no Belgians playing there. No, <laughs> unfortunate. Um, but uh, Ernst, you also know uh, some other. Uh, yeah, you have an addition to uh, the Belgian players abroad. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's one. There's one amazing player. I, I truly cannot believe how we did not, how we missed out on this guy. <laughs> he's he's what he's he's the leading guy of field hockey Alberta. He's the president of the association there, but so he's also a player for the Dinos. In Canada, Dragon, that's a cool name for a club, but no. the Dinos, no, come on. Dinos is for kids, no? <laughs> no, 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 no. Big Dinos, big Dinos. Kenneth Serin is the president of Field Hockey Alberta and he's playing for the Dinos in, uh, I think that's somewhere around Calgary. So, uh, okay. But in all honesty, I do not know the score from last weekend there. Okay. I don't think Are, he played. <laughs> do, they, do they play? Do they play right now? Maybe uh, it's too cold. I don't think that they play at the moment. I think that's the only uh, more or less situation like they have here only the national teams uh, allowed to uh, I guess train it's too cold play. in Canada to play field hockey right now um, yeah, in the States they play indoor okay yeah with masks on really yeah, yeah I, I follow a few pages from the US mm-hmm. um, a lot of them play indoor with masks like every player is wearing a mask so yeah. indoor hockey or do they play no no uh, they play field in, hockey indoors. they play in, uh, field indoor hockey, hockey. Field, indoor ah, yeah. hockey yeah, yeah they play indoor hockey yeah. okay 
But yeah, I saw I saw teams that were forced to do beep tests with 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 mouth masks on. So that's yeah, bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. <laughs> but okay, we've got another Belgium abroad, uh, Kenneth Serin from uh, the Dinos in uh, Alberta, Canada. Okay, we'll uh, we'll follow. We'll, we'll follow you, Kenneth. Okay, great. Let me let me know how you did last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but he listens to the podcast, right? He listens to the podcast every yeah. week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What are the rumors? Uh, who's going to which club? <laughs> <laughs> and we went silent. <laughs> no, let me think. Huh? Uh, so you are going to Brexhata. That's and, and, and you're yeah. interested in the project. So so who's going to Brexhata? <laughs> I can't tell. Uh, ah. <laughs> That's strictly we know, confidential. We, we know that uh, Dragon is finally getting a good goalie. Finally, finally getting a good finally. goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's th- there are uh, other players coming for uh, for Dragons. I don't know who, but yeah. that's what I heard. They're, uh, they're talking with a couple of players to uh, add to the squad. Yep. Do you know who for Dragons? No, okay. no idea. Okay. Really, no idea. <laughs> um, but also for other clubs, I barely have an idea. Because it's early in the season still, but normally, normally clubs taking now. care of, yeah. of transfers now. Yeah. But I also guess it's a tough time uh, during this whole COVID situation to already have transfers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there a lot of will happen because when the Olympics are done, <clears throat> a lot of players will be allowed yeah, from the their federation or from their mm-hmm. from the national team to go abroad. I mean, we we read the other week that Phil Roper is going to Oranje Rot. But I uh, think in all honesty, there will be there are two difficulties this year that we did not have in. In previous seasons, when when there was a big tournament over, usually we see a lot of influx, a lot of uh, players from abroad coming to Belgium and to Holland. Um, but two major problems now is that the Olympics are a year later, so the World Cup is already at the doorstep. No, but, that's, but it's, it's yeah, but that means that January twenty twenty three. Yeah, so. but that means that no, but that means that players, especially from countries like Australia, they will say, okay, you can go for one season. Yeah. And are clubs interested in a player for one season? If you're smart as a club, you say no. Some do that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Course, some, yeah. some do it um, because because they're desperate and they think that's that's the ticket to 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 the, to the tropics. But, uh, but it's, it, 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 it's not. If you if you get a player for one season, I think you're stupid. Period. It, it also stupid. it also depends if if players decide to continue with the national team or they really they retire true, or they, they true. stop if you for pl- one or two years. Absolutely. Uh, if, if I mean now the the cycle towards the next Olympics, which is just next door yeah, in Paris, years, yeah. it's really really short. Yeah, absolutely. So especially especially after decide. the World Cup. After the World Cup, we're basically at the immediately, Olympics. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. yeah. So agreed. But but uh, and the second reason is 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 finances. There, there, there is there is less money to go around because mm-hmm. of the, the the last two seasons that we had and and the COVID situation. That means that everybody has to take a, a pay cut. Did you did did you take one? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 <laughs> the, the <laughs> but that that's just the fact of life, and 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 clubs will have to deal with that, and certain clubs will still have the money, and 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 maybe some clubs will even still have the same kind of money. But a lot of clubs will not have the same budget that they had before, or even if they have the budget, will be more careful uh, because of yeah the, the season that we've lived. Uh, so that that also has an effect on on uh, on players who will come with with families from from 
mm-hmm. from Australia or from Argentina, which are the most most time most of the time the most expensive players. Yeah, that will be more difficult. Mm-hmm. But that I, was a I really re- boring answer to the question: Do you have a rumor about transfers? <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, one one thing. Uh, last episode, I talked with uh, Manuel Roy and uh, Loïc Leipart about yeah, should uh, the Belgian Federation consider to organize uh, the the Belgian Cup again, the the same way like they do in in Spain? Would it be a great idea or not? In my opinion, it would be amazing to have a cup. It, okay, it means you play more games, but you see the example in the Netherlands. I think everybody likes to play it. It's or it seems shit. like it's shit. No, no but, but uh, if you think about it. As a hockey player, you play hockey during the winter, literally. Like you don't play hockey in the most amazing uh, time of the year. No one is playing during summer. That's because I mean we end our season. (laughs) We end our season in May. Mm -hmm. Put a few cup games in between on a Wednesday night. It's good to practice with your squad. Also give younger players a chance. I mean internationals. We see it now. Eh? Playoffs started, but the program of the national team is not going back. They have two practice matches this week mm-hmm. in the middle of our playoffs, which uh-huh. is okay. I can understand that they are focusing on Olympics and Euros. Yeah. Totally fine. But yeah, imagine you now have a cup game. It's good to prepare. You have one more practice match, you mm-hmm. can name it, and you can give young players a great chance to make steps to get minutes mm-hmm. on a pitch. That's why they do it in the Netherlands as well. Eh? The first rounds, like young players play and no one of the internationals is joining uh, for the first two, three mm-hmm. rounds. And in my opinion, it would be great. You can play until end of May, beginning of June and everybody still have enough time yeah, then play to go recre- on holiday. Eh? Then play a recreational tournament. Don't do it. Don't do a cup. Don't, don't attach no, a prize no, no, to it. Um, the, the, only, one, the one the I, I... The only I, thing... I would do it like, like they do in Spain. Yes. You have to qualify. Yes. For uh, at the uh, so at the uh, first after the first round you have to uh, reach the top eight, and those top and uh, those eight teams will play uh, one weekend of uh, of cup hockey. And and I don't even care about the qualification process because okay one of the the charming aspects as they they say it is that that lower ranked team or teams from lower divisions can play yeah, but the top clubs as well. But we're talking top so hockey, right? No, oh, but that cup, would make it super interesting. It's, yeah, it's like in Germany, the football cup. Yeah, okay, it's also but you play against a fourth uh, league team. Which uh, is also a professional team. Which is also, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. still, uh, it, yeah. first oh. of all, as I said, it gives you young players opportunity. It's great for the lower ranked team to say, okay, oh, today we play Gantois, for example. It's, but they are super motivated. Ma- manage, uh, imagine that uh, a first division team plays Gantois at the moment. They're getting crashed 14, yeah, 15 mil. Do yeah, they play and, with and their two, full squad? Games, That's the other question. And, and two games and two players from Gantois get injured because the players from the first division or the you second division. You have this in every are, game. Are, are, in every game, no, you can get no, injured. No, in no. every training, you can get injured. Yeah, obviously. But but if you're playing a team that is not used to the speed at the top division, they are slower. So they will their stick will swing slower to the ball. You're bound to get injuries. That's one of the reasons why it stopped being played in Belgium. Okay, I mean, you have to decide how low you go in the divisions. Uh, maybe not to fourth division, yeah, but, but even if you take go to the, the first, sec- if you, even if you go, well, the first, okay, the, 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 the first, the first yeah. division, yeah, but but even then, I mean, it would just add a bit more charm, yeah, and yeah, the cup is nice. I mean, we don't play hockey in the most beautiful month of the year. Yeah, you can play. Yeah. You can play recreational tournaments. Yeah, yeah. that's not the same. 
<laughs> no, it's not the same. But the, no, game, the cup would not, I think, not be I the think the advantages well. for uh, the the Spanish system is you you make your first round worthwhile. If you play just uh, a normal season with twenty two games, then final four, and um, th that's it. Then you make it worthwhile to really be in shape in the first round to be in that top eight. Give the the third EHL ticket to the to the winner of the cup, That's and then, the reason then why you don't no 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 that and then everybody then you have an exciting hockey weekend, and it's only the top eight of the league who plays that that cup, and then it makes it really interesting. No, okay, but I, I I like the what I like about the Spanish idea that it's just it's focused on on, on the one weekend. Yeah, that that makes sense, and that you could do, for instance. Following a playoff uh, and and or before the playoffs or between the regular season and, and the playoffs, <laughs> yeah. just just do it but like that. Let's not forget we are still here in Belgium where a lot of students play hockey. Uh, it's mid mid of the exam period. Yeah, of, yeah, I, I know where you're. All all, all <laughs> those all those players have a top hockey contract with uh, with their university. They yeah. can po postpone uh, exams. So come on, but that's yeah. also a problem in Belgian hockey. That's my personal opinion. Uh -huh. eh? The time of the exams. No one is leaving the house, not even for one hour of training. Yeah, that's I so don't strange. Understand this. That's oh, no, sorry, so yeah. strange. I fully agree with you. That, but that's come typically on, one, uh, two hours of practice. Come on, that's what you need in the in. The, I mean, you don't get moment. up at seven and start studying to nine thirty ten in the I evening. Yeah? I fully fully agree with you, but that that's the mentality that we have here in Belgium, and and that's the the, the culture that we have here in Belgium. And, uh, so uh, yeah, we were talking about the cup. Uh, so yeah. Let's let's <laughs> yeah, maybe, let's say it's he's a good give, idea. He's giving himself a lot of editing work now. <laughs> let's address this to the federation. It's a good idea. <laughs> oh, it's a bad idea. That's a bad idea. No, no, nobody don't, nobody don't, listens don't, to don't, you. Don't don't do the cup. The calendar is no too, too one full weekend, already. one weekend cup, a cup weekend just between regular season and the playoffs. Ah. Oh. Right. You make it or maybe, or maybe, maybe start the second. Start the second round. If you want to make it the fun, cup weekend. If you want to make it fun, do it with mixed teams then. But no. <laughs> and you are talking about injuries. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but why shouldn't we start the second round with the cup weekend? Because it's a bad idea. No, it's it's, it's good preparation. Good preparation. Uh, Everybody's you. You see every team on the training, same location. It's going to be training fun. is a good preparation. Having good training games against teams on good the same training. level. How many good training games have you seen so far? I was talking with uh, Roman Duvikot before the game uh, uh, at Beerschot, and he said, "Yeah, we played uh, two practice games. And it's like, yeah, they were shit because, yeah, you know, whereas we're Beerschot, we yeah. don't take them seriously. So, <laughs> because, yeah, no, that's Beerschot. That's no, not the, other the, teams. Huh? No, he said, yeah, we, we played in our structure, but it's it's not that in the same intensity. Nobody cares about the score. Yeah, practice games." How do you? Yeah, maybe as a goalkeeper that's different, but uh, as a field player, I, come on! A, <laughs> everybody says, "Yeah, it's a practice game. No worries. It's not the same uh, intensity, not with the same focus." Yeah, but and maybe maybe you should cup, play. Maybe you should play a cup. Maybe you should play a cup weekend, which is fun, which uh, where, where there's a bit of pressure. Um, everybody's watching you. Come on! I'm a fan of the cup. Like okay. that's my personal opinion, huh? Just because. I was really in happy summer, when you I don't got cancelled. I mean, yeah, you can you can manage two weeks without hockey. It was like a winter break, uh -huh. and it was four weeks, huh? uh -huh. because we had to stop earlier. Or like, uh -huh. And like after two weeks, it's okay. Huh? you enjoy two, three weeks. Yeah. But then you're already like, okay. But then you have can we go back now? Can we start again? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, but you guys played ice hockey in Brasgat on the on the lake. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that was the week uh, was like snow over here and minus yeah. ten degrees, huh? We trained indoor. Okay. <laughs> but who's the best ice hockey player of uh, Dragons? 
Toby didn't Wolf. play with the Toby full Wolf. team, but yeah. Felix is pretty good. But I mean, he yeah. has also everything at home, like uh, proper ice skates uh, and, and ice hockey sticks. Okay. Harrison Peters uh, of, uh, of Beerschot has his own uh, ice hockey team, the Ice Halls, yeah, who, where he plays uh, some games with. Really? Yeah. Okay, That's fun. amazing. I, I always want, I've never played ice hockey until a few weeks ago. <laughs> I enjoy, I love it. Huh? I played a lot of street hockey when I was young mm-hmm. with my friends on inline uh. skates. That was already amazing, but I never played ice hockey and I really wanted to do it. Yeah. And now next step would just be with the, the full kit on and protection and really go for it. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> I must say that one, one of the first good goalie trainers I saw for youth, so that was before that goalie trainers became a professional in itself mm-hmm. as well, were guys who, who came from ice hockey, with I, ice hockey experience. You have a lot of similarities, obviously. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I also think yeah, you always have to look a bit further yeah. because you, hockey can learn so much from different sports. Also the every, other way around. Every sport, huh? yeah. I think football keepers uh, can learn from hockey keepers, uh, yeah. ice hockey keepers, handball keepers. Everything can learn from each other. And yeah. we are not there yet to make this step. Yeah. Also in, in national teams, it's you don't really make this step, but you actually would have the possibilities to do it. You have the connections. I mean, a lot of hockey coaches are involved in football now and mm-hmm. or the other way around. But you don't use these connections enough. Um, also not just specifically on this position, but in general, you can learn also a lot from American sports. That's a lot better idea than the stupid cup of yours. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's conclude with that. (laughs) Thank you very much for your opinion, Ernst Bart. Thanks a lot for coming by, uh, uh, Tobias Walter. Um, Best of luck next week against uh, racing. And best of luck next season with Braxata. Oké, okay, uh, thank you uh, very much uh, for listening, ook in het Nederlands. Dankjewel om te luisteren. Misschien zijn we volgende week weer in het Nederlands. Laten we daar... Uh... Hangt er vanaf of Floris is uitgeslapen de volgende week. <laughs> Oké, okay, maak er nog een hele fijne dag van. Tot de volgende keer.